You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's one of those things where I'm so <laughs> grateful and I could not feel like less of a man. Afterwards. I would have paid it good is, American money to have been able to witness it was this. So I actually, I'm kind of glad other people didn't have to see, but I mean, everybody, they were, they were all so nice and everybody got it done and he took care of the problem, but I couldn't get over the fact that a 14 year old girl knew more about cars than I did. <laughs> it was, I mean, I, I knew this. I, mean, I knew that knew was this. the case. I Every, knew that was the case. Everybody knows more about cars than you but do. But actually, the, the, <laughs> that actually happening right in front of me just made me feel, oh, wow. I'm an inept person. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Which is all over the Internet. All over the Internet. It happens to be. So (laughs) thank you for finding us. We've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. Um, Of note, we're going to be joined here in just a little bit by two guests. One, Jason Lamb. Of course, Jason from The Carl Show starring Jason. Indeed. Which airs here on the Fun Employment Radio Network on Wednesdays at about 5.30 p.m. They are awesome. Carl and Jason are badass. And Jason has a special project he's going to be doing that he's going to be talking about it. I'll let him explain everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's going to be in conjunction with uh, with partially David Walker. Now, David Walker, we've had him on a long time ago. Portland people know him. And really quick, big news that came out about him. This actually wasn't what he was coming in here to do the show for, uh, but I think we're going to have to talk about it, is he was just, uh, he just announced that in conjunction with Dynamite Comics, he is going to be the author, basically, of the new... Um, the upcoming Shaft comic book. Yeah, the Shaft comic book. Yeah, He's Dynamite Entertainment just announced that today. So I saw that. I'm like, oh, cool. We get to see David today. I was already excited to see him. And then this just happened to come out this morning. Yeah. So which is incredible. That's awesome. So we're going to have to ask him about that, too. So they're going to be joining us in just a little bit here on this show. And uh, the other thing, don't forget to pick up your Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary listener party tickets. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the link right there. And you can uh, get the tickets. It's 10 bucks. If you've ever listened to our show, which you're doing right now, this is the place we want to see you. We've got confirmations now from people coming in from Texas, Colorado, California, Michigan, Massachusetts. Oh, my God. Canada. Yeah, I just got a bunch of emails. Oh, my God. These are all people flying in for this thing. That is so damn cool. I mean, we are just so grateful for all of you listening. But, I mean, like, this is our our thing that we've been working toward. I mean, you know, like, we're working really hard at it every time because we actually get an update for whoever buys tickets. So, if you know, if you're buying the tickets, we know about it. And that makes us feel good and makes us work even harder to make this the most amazing night ever. Yeah. Pick up. uh, So, pick up some tickets if you haven't done it yet. Just do it now. Get it over with. Yep. FunEmploymentRadio.com. The link is right there takes you straight to buy tickets for the show on November 14th at the Bossa Nova Ballroom um, that is that's badass so mm. thank you so much alright uh, so to address what I was talking about yesterday so I, I brought this up on the show a couple of months ago maybe it's probably that long this shows how bad I am about taking care of my truck um, that I had an oil leak and I've had an oil leak it burns I can smell the burning when I park, and I've had multiple people be like, uh, is your car okay? I'm like, yeah, it's just burning oil that's leaking somewhere, probably <laughs> ruining my entire truck. But I don't know where it's coming from, and I don't know what it's doing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's bad, yeah. but that's about all I know. <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's not good, and, um, and 
uh, one of our listeners, I'll just say his name that he goes by when he signs in, Andy in the Mighty Southeast. Andy in the Mighty Southeast. And he wrote me a while ago, and I've been trying to coordinate to actually get out to his place, and he was like, look, I'll take a look at it, we'll figure out what's wrong, can probably fix it, but I need to see it before I can before I can do anything. And um, and he's been very, very helpful. He's like left me lots of opportunities to come out there, and then I've gotten busy and not been able to do it. Don't you hate that when someone's trying to be nice to you, and Dude. you're just scatterbrained, and you just forget, and it's like not intentional, but you're like, fuck, I don't no. mean to be an asshole. But I felt like, like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, because he was so gracious in offering his time for, for to do that. Um, but it finally worked out last night. And so I went out there to his place and a very nice house that he's got and um, went out there and met his wife, Shannon. And she she is also a listener of the show. Hi, which Shannon. Is cool. Yeah. So Andy and Shannon both listen. And then their daughter, um, and I won't say her name, but uh, she's 14. And she, I guess, also knows the show, but knows it a lot from uh, hearing my voice in her dad's truck. So, <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did you say, are you the guy in my dad's truck? Yeah, yeah basically. basically. <laughs> well, because 14's yeah. almost an, What's 14? That's like 8th grade, ninth grade? That's like ninth grade. That's, that's like high school. high school. Yeah, that's high school. Wow, it sounds so young, but at the same time, I remember thinking what an mm-hmm. adult I was when I was, you know, a, a freshman in high school. Guys, eighth grade or high school. I mean, right, right in there. The yeah, one of the two. You're, you're getting up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, getting pretty old. <laughs> oh, pretty boy. old at that point. And, uh, and so, so Andy started working on the car, but I'm just kind of standing around. I'm like, is there anything I could do to help? You know, it's obvious. He listens to the show. He knows I know nothing about cars. Oh, I but you're like nothing. trying to like pretend like, oh no, that's just my persona on the show. I, I really know what I'm doing. No, either. I didn't even try that because <laughs> I mean, like, it's not a persona. It's true. It's true. I am terrible with cars. Like if something has gone wrong on my car before, then I, I'll at least be able to diagnose. Like I know when a starter goes bad. I know when a battery's bad. I know how to test those. I know two when things. my alternator goes out because alternator. that means that I can't turn. Like there's no. It's like is there no noise happening? Right. All right that's the alternator. I know that. that right. Alternator. <laughs> no clicking. No anything. If it's silent, it's the alternator. That could be your starter though too. No, because you get a click with the starter. Well, either that's what I that's what car people have told me. I'm not going to you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that if we're debating it, I'm probably right since, you know, absolutely nothing about cars. And I know nothing about it, but I know a little bit more. I'd be able to figure it out, though. Sure. And I know when a clutch goes out. I know that part. We'll list all of the things I know. Uh, I know when it's low on gas and I need to put oil in it. Uh, So anyway, he uh, he was awesome, like got right in there and and started looking and inspecting it. And then um, his daughter was there, too. And she was looking at it and I could tell right away, like. She knows more about trucks than I do. She was talking about like the kind of truck that she wants, like some giant three F three fifty type truck that mm-hmm. she's going to end up getting or wants to get. And uh, I'm like, I, I am so inept right now. I could not be less of a man than with a with a fourteen year old girl who knows more about more about. Wait, so was she actually helping? You were just standing she there was, watching. She she wasn't like getting in there and helping her that she was watching over it and was looking in the engine and I could tell she knew more about the engine than I did so I just kind of stood back and then the other thing is too so Andy uh, when I got there um, he asked if I wanted a beer and I'm like yeah you know I'll, I'll have a beer with you And um, but then he just gave me a beer and he didn't even have one he just went straight to work so I felt even more like <laughs> I am really the worst oh my person God. on so earth right now so you're standing there yeah. watching someone else work on your car drinking a beer yeah. <laughs> yes while him and his 14 year old daughter are sitting yeah. there trying to figure out what's wrong with your car yeah i could not look like more of a jackass but i mean they they didn't call me out on that i i'm sure they were thinking that no they they were they were so nice uh but i just me personally i felt like a complete 
like a complete oh ass. My I'm just God. like, wow, it's it's all laid on the line here. There's there's no hiding from from what I am right now. Did here. you address it when you were there? Just like, <laughs> wow, I feel like kind of an idiot. <laughs> uh, no, because I, I did I did bring up. I'm like, you you know I know nothing about cars. So I mean, I asked if I could help, but there really wasn't anything I could do. No, I would what you be, asked what you asked is to ask to be in the way. That's is exactly what you did. It. Yeah, because yeah, he's like, <laughs> no, I got it. I'm like, yeah, that's probably because I'd just be in the way with everything. I would not uh, I would not be able to help out here. So he, uh, but he was able to uh, fix it. Sounds like it's going to be fixed. So I'm going to test it out over the next few days, and then he's he's going to. I'll give him a report on what's happened and if it's all taken care of. Either way, I want to say thank you so much to uh, to Andy and uh, his wife Shannon and his daughter. They were very nice, and um, and yeah. So I got that fixed. It's it's all in my own head. My pride. That's that's something that's my problem. That's wow. something I have to deal with. I have to. I can't fix that. So. I'm feeling slightly more badass than you today just because I actually was on the internet. And you know, as we talked about uh, yesterday, I have acquired myself uh, a new scooter named Sunny. But in order to get her yes. up in, in running condition, like I want to really figure out this time around how to uh, – how like what parts need to be worked on, like what specific things are because I want to understand – how it works because really? a scooter is a lot smaller than a truck. Well, Let's yes, just this say is that. true. But anyway, so I did go online yesterday. I did feel pretty awesome, like especially compared to you, because I went and bought myself a new carburetor yesterday that David's going to help me install on my scooter. You went and bought yourself a new carburetor. Somebody told you how to get that. Right? No, I, I got a. I had a new carburetor. I got a brand new carburetor for my uh, 1980 Honda Passport, and David's going to show me how to install it. And I also got new tires for it. Figure out how to put on the tires. I can change the tires on my truck. Ooh. Yeah, I could do that. Anybody can change a tire. I, when I was I before, change, um, let before me ask I got my this. driver's license, my dad made me change a tire twice. Uh, so b- before I was allowed to go out and drive by myself. Well, it rains a lot here, and I can also fix my windshield wipers if they go bad. If they get uh, dull, I can put on a new windshield wiper, so that I can do that too. I can replace the lights. I've done that before, so I've really done a lot of stuff with trucks. <laughs> I, I kind of know a lot of things. So yeah, yeah. Oh, David's in the chat saying, "Waiting until you have to put the carb on and take the wheels off, Sarah." Yeah, see. <laughs> David might be helping. You know what? He's got, he could demonstrate it for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe. We'll see if we'll see if that happens. If you do that, fine. I'll change the the laser scope in my when my injection is the, not working. The, and then I'm you, sorry. The, the yeah, what? The computer. You know, it's obviously parts of the car when the radiator. Laser scope in your injection. The laser scope. You know, with the sensors because there's sensors. There's computers in all these cars nowadays. And the computer, you know, you have to know what it's. Do um, you just call it, it the monitors, monitors the levels of the intakes, and then the, you have the carbs and all that stuff, and your spark plug, and you got to make sure that it's all balancing out, and then, um, and then you know, you got to make sure the fluids are going, they're not spilling out. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of car lingo for you, but you didn't know that stuff. Yeah, I didn't know about the lasers inside of your car. I feel, yep. I feel a lot more educated yep. about that now. Yes, indeed. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what I do know how to do, Sarah. What do you know how to do, Greg? I know how to rock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Worst segue ever. I even felt bad doing that. Uh, so I was going to bring this up because we've been getting a lot of emails from people about the, the five-year anniversary party because, of course, Courage is playing. Courage! Courage! And I realized that I never actually put our albums onto iTunes, and I probably should do that. But in the meantime, what I'm going to do is, um, since a lot of people want to get the music, and we'll, we'll give it away for free, but we need a vehicle to get that to you. So I think I'm going to make a uh, Squarespace website for Courage. Well, duh. That's that would just, be it'll awesome. It'll be basic. It'll have our music video on there, which is a music video of Rock and Roll Rodeo. Live music video mixed in with some other stuff. We'll have some of your songs on there so people can actually like, yeah. listen to them. Yeah, cool. all, all, all the albums downloadable. Super Hits Volume 1, Super Hits Volume 2.5, and, and then Courage Mount Rockmore. 
So I'll put all that up there. Holy if I have crap. the album artwork, I'll even put that on there too. So the Courage Mount Rockmore album cover, I'm particularly proud of. Is that the one with your faces on Mount Rush- Mount Rushmore? Only. It's Mount Rockmore. Uh, yeah, it's I, Mount Rockmore. I, so I get it. So uh, I will get that stuff. Uh, get that stuff up there. And but that's courtesy of Squarespace because they make it so easy to make a website. I was looking at our old one. Like that was almost a secondary thought. You're like, oh, I could totally just do that because it would be easy. It'd be so easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because CourageMusic.com that has that goes like an old blog space page that we made years ago it's it's bad so this one will be nice i'll redirect it to that and i'll get that up uh here probably this week that'll be up at squarespace our fine sponsor they make it so easy and you know what i'm gonna do huh. i'm gonna use the offer code fun employment to get 10 percent off well holy shit and then you can just drag and drop everything i can put all the music in there it'll look nice it'll look slick it'll look like we know what we're doing you know, with websites. That'd be good because I know it has been a while since you updated the website. So yeah. I think this is going to be a very big upgrade. It'll make me look a lot better. It will. It'll make me look a lot better. <laughs> well, plus if people don't know, like if they're, you know, if they're like on the fence of buying their listener party tickets and there's like, well, I haven't heard the rock that is courage. If you make a website through Squarespace and then they can go there and like see, yep. all of it, see everything, see the amazingness. Exactly. You have not lived until you've been to a courage show. I'm just saying. And this is not because it's at our list. I'm just even you know if Sarah would, begr- our- would begrudgingly very much so give me a compliment on something. Mm-mm. So if she's doing it, you know it's insane. no. I'm just saying even if this wasn't for a listener, if you guys were just playing somewhere in town, I would make everybody I knew go just to be able to see you guys doing what you do. It is thank you. amazing. It's fun. oh stop saying thank you when you say thank you, then it makes me feel bad for like being nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what am I supposed to say? I'm, I'm, awesome. Just say yeah, 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 rock, rock and roll, rock and roll. So yeah, the the fellas are flying in. We're getting the band back together. Gavin's coming in from Anchorage, and Stone's coming in from Virginia. Manassas, Virginia. Manassas, Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be awesome. Squarespace.com. Use the off code Fun Employment. Ten percent off. Oh, hello, my friends. Hi. Here I am. So I was informed by uh, David in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live that he will not be doing it for me. I'll be doing it myself. So I will, in fact, be installing my own tires and carburetor on my scooter. Wow. So afterward, I kinda, I'm kind of i really excited to be doing it. He's going to be mentoring me, which means he'll be sitting back with beer, and I'm going to be trying to put this thing together correctly. But I'm glad, because then after it's done, I can be like, hey, you know what? I put Sunny together. And she runs smoothly. Put it, you're going to say you put it together? Well, I'm, if I install a carburetor on my scooter, that's going to sound pretty awesome. You think so? Maybe I should make her a, um, a Squarespace website. <laughs> De- dedicated to your scooter? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be that? Are you going to set up a Twitter page for it? Like a fan page for Sunny the Scooter? I still have the... I, I made a website, what, two years ago when my last scooter was stolen. I, mean, I set up like an email address and everything. Nobody ever called. <laughs> Nobody ever wrote. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's being said. Yes, yeah, Shock says, no, Sarah, you say I rebuilt her myself. Okay, putting tires yes, on. Yes, I rebuilt her. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, if anyone ever did this to me, I would be super pissed. This is in Chesterfield County, Virginia, not Manassas, Virginia. Okay. A teacher in Chesterfield County faces misdemeanor assault charges after he allegedly was hugging a female friend of her of his... And then cut her hair off while they were embracing. Oh, oh, that's vindictive. That's I was it. As somebody like, would probably lose an eyeball if they did that to me. Yeah, no, no one should ever try that. With no, me. so no one incident, should try that with me either. I would not be happy. If someone took a ra- I, oh. I cannot tell you. I may end up in jail if someone did that to me. You would not be a happy person. The person that did that to me. 
All right, can it Physical just be said violence. for the record that Greg was shamed by a 14-year-old girl because she knew more about cars than he did, and now he's saying that he would probably murder somebody straight up if they touched his hair. I'm just wanting to make sure everybody... I'm a man. I live in Portland. ...understands that. Well, the incident took place last Friday in the parking lot of Elizabeth Davis Middle School. This is, of course, in Virginia. The woman and her platonic friend, maybe he was a little upset about this, named Melvin Hunt... Uh, the alleged haircutter. They were sitting inside of his car. They were planning a trip together that they were going to take, but Melvin Hunt allegedly told the woman that she didn't need to travel with them. They could take two separate cars. Uh, the woman then told police that Melvin Hunt then asked her for a hug. And when she leaned in, she had her hair in a ponytail. He allegedly grabbed and cut off several inches of hair from her head. Okay, what was his motive? Was it vindictive? Was he trying to collect the hair? I don't know. It doesn't say. He cut off several inches, though. That's a lot. So she got out of the car. He then drove away but was arrested on Sunday and charged with one count of misdemeanor assault. On Monday, he reported for work at uh, Riverside School that he taught at, where he's a a PE coordinator. A short time later, he was arrested and put on administrative leave. This poor woman has so now filed a restraining teacher? order against Melvin Hunt as oh, well. Oh, see, because that opens up all kinds of creepy things about the PE teacher. Like, what has he been doing? Oh, Does he a, have a hair fetish? There's a picture of Melvin Hunt. We're going to go ahead and post this picture of Melvin Hunt on, on the website. Jason, you hold him. He's making, like, a hair purse or something. You think so? Melvin Hunt looks like somebody who... I think he's been collecting hair from the drains in the high school locker room for all these years. They're going to oh. open his house. He's got little baggies of collections. I'm just saying, if you're that kind of guy, oh, could be. Okay, moving on. An ambitious Smart Florida nerd. bus driver has been accused of trying to pick up a prostitute while he was driving a bus. Uh, Rodrigue <laughs> Mashari, 43 years young, was arrested in Sarasota County, Florida, uh, this past weekend when he solicited an undercover police officer working a prostitution sting around 9.45 a.m. Wow. On the bus system. Wow. Uh, you start the day off right. The bus driver who works for the Sarasota uh, County Area Transit uh, <laughs> had 45 minutes to spare before he was going to go for his next pickup. Well, I got a little time on my hands. Uh. So he was driving around, killing time, and then uh, saw the undercover cop working a prostitution sting. Uh, he decided to pull over his bus <laughs> and offer to pay the undercover officer 20 American dollars for an undisclosed sexual act. Were there passengers on the bus? There weren't because he was between passengers. Okay. So it looks like he was a... What he, my other question, really quick. Yes. What do you get for 20 bucks? It says undisclosed sexual act, so I am not sure. I mean, that I seems don't know like how a much low a Flor- amount. I don't, maybe it's cheaper in Florida. I don't know. It seems rather inexpensive. It does seem inexpensive, but I don't know what it is. Maybe like show me your boobs or I something. I think if I were going to go for that, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go for a higher. I don't think I want the, uh, the super cheap. That's like getting a super discounted tattoo, like lowest rate tattoos. You know, you probably don't want to go to the lowest or like rate tattoo sushi. place. like discount sushi? Yeah, or discount sushi, things mm-hmm. like that. Probably you want to go higher than 20 bucks. You want a threshold to be a little bit higher than that. Yeah. You pay for quality. That's all I'm saying. Well, he said he did. They did specify that he did not ask for intercourse. However, they don't say what the sexual act was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has now been placed on administrative leave. <laughs> Again, a man has been <laughs> placed on administrative leave pending further investigations. Uh, I'm not sure if you were a fan of this when it was actually popular, but I remember this drink, and I had a bunch of friends that were obsessed with it. Uh, do you remember Surge Soda? 
Kind of. Back that was the like 90s. the double caffeine, double. Yeah, it was like it almost looked like the Nickelodeon logo a little bit. It was a bright green can that had a big splash on it, and, uh, like an orange and red, and it said Surge. See, I never watched Nickelodeon because no, we didn't I'm not get cable saying where I grew I, up. It's not it wasn't featured on Nickelodeon. I'm saying it kind of looked like it reminded me of Nickelodeon. It was green and orange, and it had like mm. all the caffeine and blah, real sugar, okay. like all kinds of sugar. Lots of lights and, and colors. Well, it debuted in 1996 and was discontinued in 2002. But thanks to a passionate and persistent community of brand loyalists who called themselves. The surge movement. Really? Coca-Cola has brought back it? the Why soda. Just dump some extra sugar in there and like dump a Red Bull in a Coke. There you go. There's a surge. Well, Coca-Cola president of strategic marketing says if expect- expectations are met, this may be only the first of a variety of efforts we explore to launch a niche products uh, niche products through e-commerce relationships. So a uh, surge is a citrus flavored soda. If you don't remember it, akin to Mountain Dew and boasts 56 grams of sugar per can. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what I hope they bring back next? Crystal Pepsi. It was so confusing to drink because it tasted like Pepsi, but it was clear. Like, why can you... It doesn't make any sense. Right. Do you well, remember the, Crystal Pepsi? Yeah, the wonders of the world. Yes, I, I do remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember necessarily... I probably purchased some at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a huge fan. I wasn't too mystified by the entire thing. Yeah, Aaron's asking, wasn't Surge just a really shitty Mountain Dew, which is saying something? Yes, it was like a super sweet, sugary... Like a double Mountain Dew Yeah, double Mountain. Like, it was, yeah, okay. a shit ton sugarier. All right. So anyway, that's going to be back in stores if you uh, missed that from the 90s. Next up, at a... Chongqing King Chongqing, China <laughs> A Chinese city This is not a joke Has designated a section of pavement That is now all over the city of Chongqing As a texting lane For pedestrians who choose to look at their phones while they walk You know what? I am going to say this I did know this story because I talked about it in DT Daily, Daily for Digital Trends on Monday. Oh, my. So, and it's true. It was and in a DT this. Daily well, story. I'm going to tell you more about it. Digitaltrends.com. And you can see Greg there every day. Uh, the 100-foot stretch of walkway in Chongqing, China. Is that how you said it, too? Chongqing? I just said China. I don't think I even said the name of the well, city. Well, then I'm going to keep saying China. Okay. So, the 100-stretch... The 100-foot stretch of walkway has been sectioned off into separate areas for those who use their phones while they're walking and a texting-free no-cell-phone lane marked by a sign featuring a phone with a line through it. So officials say this is designed to highlight the dangers of walking without paying attention while you're walking and looking down at your cell phone. They, what they need to do is just set up a cam there that streams 24 hours a day just to watch the people running into each other, running into objects. Like, put random little, like a fire hydrant that really shouldn't be in the middle of nowhere and watch people walk into it. Like random things, or maybe like a stuff to like scare them from the side. I think you could have a lot of fun with this. I think you could too. Yeah, yeah. Just a pallet, like a shipping pallet, randomly placed in the middle of it along the way, and then then see what happens for satirical purposes only. Not to watch people get hurt. Well, and finally, I do have one final story, and thank you to everyone who sent this to me. Woke up this morning for um, our good friend Norm from Texas, who is flying in for the Lister party. Yes, indeed. Norm uh, and Katie are. Norm and Katie both are, who are our favorite Texans. Uh, of course, Lister party, November 14th. A Texas teen employed at Papa Murphy's is now facing criminal charges after a customer caught him in the act of rubbing his scrotum on an uncooked stuffed crust Hawaiian pizza that he'd ordered. Ugh. How did he catch him in the act? Well, Papa Murphy's, they all make the pizza in front of you. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, they make because Papa Murphy's is you know, to or, made to order. Or how did he think he cook. was going to get away with that? I don't know. So a Texas teenager 
was caught by a customer in the act of rubbing his scrotum on an uncooked stuffed crust Hawaiian pizza that he'd just ordered. When the customer then asked the teenager, his name's Austin Simmons, how old he was, Austin Simmons replies that he was 18. The customer then said, so you're old enough to know better than to put your balls on someone's pizza. <laughs> Austin Simmons replied, yes, man, I'm really sorry. That was stupid. Now, Simmons apparently was quite upset that the order had come in just before he was supposed to leave because it was close to closing time. He admitted to police that he probably should have fulfilled the order. Oh, no, that he would have probably fulfilled the order with the pizza that he had rubbed all over his balls if he hadn't been caught. So he would have actually <laughs> given the guy the ball rubbed pizza. How many people are now sitting there that go to that Papa Murphy's and then are thinking about it? Wait, I got a pizza from that guy. I remember that guy. I just realized that this is those are from our friends in Texas, and it was in Texas. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, what does that say? Uh, well, Austin. Know. Well, Austin Simmons has been charged with tampering with a consumer product. He was released on ten thousand dollars bail. And of course, Papa Murphy's is a Washington-based food chain that makes take and bake pizza, which is why he was able to see his scrotum being rubbed on his stuffed crust Hawaiian pizza. Not a smart way to go about it. Not a smart way at all. I wonder what he did, whether it was personal or whether he was just like, today, no. I'm going to put my nuts No, he said, it, I told you why it was. He said yeah, that but, he was upset because the order came in before closing time and he just wanted to leave. Right. But I mean, is that, it was the guy like rude or? No, because he, yeah. he had just called in and That's ordered the was. pizza. Wow. Well, I won't be ordering a pizza close to closing time. No, don't order anything close to closing time because people no, hate you. that's not good. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. There you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Get out. All right, well, real quick before we take a break and get our guests mm-hmm. on, uh, there's a couple of things that I neglected to do. I will take responsibility because I said I would do this, and I didn't, and I feel bad. Oh, no, Greg. What did real you do bad. this time? Real bad. We've got some birthdays. Why do you sound so creepy when you're <laughs> I don't saying know. that? I don't know. Actually, here's one that I didn't forget because he didn't let us know until time, but um, do you want to say happy birthday? Now, you, Sarah, do you remember the zombie uh, costume ball? Yes, of course. That we went to. This was years ago. Well, there was... A young man there named zombie Jordan. S- <gasps> the zombie Snuggie? Zo- who showed up, him and his buddy, in zombie oh, yeah, Snuggies. yeah, of course. And I believe they went to Washington State. They might have. They might still go there. I'm not sure. They were mm-hmm. at, um, I think, our last comedy showcase even. Uh, but it's Jordan's birthday. Jordan's birthday. He was on Friday. He just let us know today. So uh, happy birthday, Jordan. And uh, hope to see you at the list. All right, Jordan. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Hot damn damn right. Right. Also, it was Brian in Vegas's birthday. <gasps> well, hot damn. My bad. I did not tell him happy birthday yesterday like I said I would. And God so for you, that, Greg. one extra day of celebration. All right. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Is it a threefer? It's a threefer. So right. finally we have this. I also should have said happy birthday to him yesterday too. So listener Tayton, he um, works, he's in the service, working at Fort Bragg, doing very important things. Oh. And uh, it was his birthday yesterday. He wanted to say happy birthday and I said I would and I didn't. Feel bad about that. Also, Tayton has been listening to us since the eighth grade. Oh, Tayton. Since the eighth grade. We've been corrupting the youth. Yes, indeed. God damn it. It feels so, good. Tayton, happy birthday, and thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for your service, good sir. Yep. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. So I think you must have been listening back in like Rick Emerson show days. I suppose so. Yeah. Wow. Well, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. 
All right. Well, we need to take a quick break and get our guests in here, Jason and, uh, of course, David Walker. They'll be joining us here in just a minute. So All right. take a quick break. Be back in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Take You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. <laughs> yes, I things, am kind of proud of it. The things we find out behind the scenes at Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. Sarah's deodorant. All right. I did. I paid a pretty penny for a new kind of deodorant, so we're going to see if it happens. Fingers crossed. All right. If it works well. That is, I have no way to segue from that into what we're going to be doing. Then let's just move forward. All right. Well, gentlemen <laughs> who uh, are not going to be talking about deodorant. No, that didn't work either. That didn't. I'm a professional. Uh, <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, we talked about this at the beginning of the show, and we are joined now by two wonderful guests, one of which you get to hear here on the Fun Employment Radio Network Airwaves once a week with the Carl Show starring Jason. It is the star of the show, Jason himself. Hi. Hello. He is the star. It does say starring Jason. Yeah. Yeah, for a very specific reason. <laughs> Way to work that, though. You get the starring role, and then you make Carl like run all the shit. Yeah, I, I, that way I'm not 100% responsible for when it fails, which is every week. It's the best way to do it. <laughs> never. That, yeah, never no, that fell. was a genius move on your part. <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to be talking about something that you're going to be doing coming up at the Hollywood Theater. Yes, sir. And uh, in conjunction with that, also going to be at this event. And on a side note, had a huge announcement this morning. Because of uh, a little project he's going to be a part of that's not little, it's gigantic. Yes. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mr. David Walker. Hello. How are you guys doing? David, doing good. It's been so long since we've heard your dulcet tones here. <laughs> <laughs> it has. It's been forever since I've seen either of you guys. It's even like socially. I know. And it's yeah. not even for any, like all of us really like each other. And for some reason, we just have not crossed paths. Yeah. No, it's just sort of, I, I went into a hole for a while. Yeah. So I'm out of it now. But yeah. But it's good to be here. You guys both look great. And Sarah was complaining she's not wearing any makeup, but she looks wonderful, and oh. the deodorant seems to be fine because you're Thank not smelling you. bad. I, I'm not like, ew. So yeah. No, you know what? I used to get like the two dollar one. I I went to the the clinical strength. Okay. Wow. Wow. I did. I, I spent did seven. A- I spent seven dollars on deodorant last night, and it's, wow. it's so far working pretty well. Do you need a prescription for that, or is that you just don't? I bought it at Fred Meyer. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, you'll have to let us know. I will keep you appraised. So far, let's so talk good. about something else. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so before we talk about the event coming up, I feel. We have to bring this up. So it was just announced today, and I don't want to screw this up if I say it wrong, but okay. Dynamite Comics Group. Dynamite Entertainment. Entertainment. Dynamite Entertainment. Entertainment yeah. Okay, I was looking. Damn it. See, I already it's okay. messed it up. No, it's I already fine. screwed you it. You got the Dynamite part right. Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite Entertainment. <laughs> uh, big announcement from them today that uh, the new person working, the writing, the new Shaft comic series is one and only David Walker. That Did I mess is, that up? It is me. That's okay. I. That is so <laughs> that exciting. Is so there's, cool. there's an applause yes. right here. That was one of the first things I saw on the internets this morning. Yeah. That's so exciting. It's kind of, it's still surreal. It's it's still sinking in, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you find out a while ago and this is just the announcement today? Yeah, this is, I mean, I've been sitting on this for over a year. Oh, oh that's, yeah. that's got to be miserable. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, and it's like people would be like, what are you working on right now? I can't tell you, you know, and, and, um, and you don't want to sound pretentious, but you really can't yeah, tell them. Yeah, it's like there's yeah. paperwork that you've yeah. signed, you know, and, and people, are you doing anything with your life? Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> doing something and this is it. And so it feels it feels really good. It's like the sigh of relief, like, okay, now I can talk about it. So, Did yeah. you get up super early knowing that today was the day? Um, I got up super early yesterday because yesterday was supposed to be okay. the day. <laughs> and, uh, and then it was like, wait a sec, am I, did I get punked? Is this like, am I oh, a can of Cameron's of, in some sort? But um, 
No, it's it's, and I don't even know what I've been offline all day and running around, so I don't know what else has been. I know there's another story that an interview that I did last week that's supposed to break at some point today, but I don't know if it's up there or not yet. Yeah, the one I've seen primarily today is the comicsbeat.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's uh, comic book resources did an interview with me. I don't know when they're going to run it, so we'll see. All right, we'll keep our eyes open for that yeah. then. Oh, you know I'll be hustling that. Oh, one. hell yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to. I'll, I'll like print it out and just wear a suit made of that. So <laughs> Just stand on the corner handing it out to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. This is me. This is me. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Well, congratulations. Thank Seriously, you. that is Thank so awesome. Much. Yeah, that's going to be uh, – that, that is a big deal. Yeah, it, uh, it definitely feels like a big deal, So, but it's good in a good way. And so many people are so happy for you. Like it, it was great because the first time I saw it was because like sixteen of my friends had shared that yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is going on? I know. Everybody is rooting for you, buddy. I feel like Sally Field all of a sudden when she won the Do Oscar. Like they like me. They like me. Yeah, so. <laughs> they really like me. <laughs> well, and this other thing that you guys are going to be doing. This is coming up on September twenty second. So that's uh, Monday, correct? Yes. Coming up on Monday at the Hollywood Theater. And Jason, this is something of your creation, your your design. Yes, yes, it is. It's called Movies in Black and White. And it's a screening series. We're going to be, well, hope, hopefully it will be a screening series. Oh, it will be. <laughs> That's a genius idea. we got to get the first one out of the way first. Um, that we'll be doing at the Hollywood Theater. Uh, it starts at 7.30 p.m. on Monday the 22nd. We're going to be showing Do the Right Thing. And the idea behind it is that uh, we're going to have a, a Q&A session. And we're going to have panelists, uh, of which David is one. And Sean Jordan, uh, people know around town as a fantastic, yep. fantastic comedian around town. Um, the other just human we'll being, yeah, well, no, well-rounded human being. Oh, I yeah. like that guy. You're right. I don't want to pigeonhole him. Just <laughs> as a comedian, he's a fantastic person. And then as well. you know he's all right outside of that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the idea is to have two panelists, uh, one black and one white, um, view and discuss a movie and how they may view view it differently, if they view it differently at all, and and to really discuss. What, how we view pop culture um, as, as, as different races. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's basically the upshot of it. Um, now, no, is this happening a- before the movie, or is this, are, are, like, are they going to watch it before and then talk about it before the movie or after, after everybody watches it? There's going to be a kind of an introductory session where I talk about the movie and um, kind of get David in particular's um, uh, thoughts about what impacted him uh, about the movie beforehand, like a, in a brief introductory session. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'll watch the movie and then there'll be a Q&A session afterwards. Um, and then we'll we'll talk with the audience uh, also. Uh, about and then the and there's an announcement about Sean that you'll be making too, right? Yes. Yeah. Which yes. is? Should I do that now? Yeah, tell him now. <laughs> so, Ooh, um, breaking news. So uh, David and I, of course, saw the movie when it originally came out in 1989. Because uh, we're old. That's right. Um <laughs> Sean, a generation after us, has uh, has not seen the movie. <gasps> really? Yes. Wow. No way. Yes. Yeah, so this will be his first time seeing it. And so we'll get Oh, that's his, perfect yeah. for so, what you're doing yeah, now, yeah. then. It'll be a white perspective from a different generation viewing a, like, hugely, you know, seminal movie from the 80s and getting their perspective, like, instantly right afterwards. Exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's sort of because when 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 Jason first told me, oh yeah, I got this guy Sean, he's a comedian, and I, my first instinct was, well, wait a minute, and then then the more I started finding out about you know the circumstances, and then I met him, and I was like, no, this is going to be perfect. This is going to yeah. be really. Oh, you really guys will complement each other yeah. very well. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I mean, you, you guys know Sean. Uh, he's I didn't just have him on as uh, as the white panelist because. 
he's a white guy. Because token white guys are so hard to find. <laughs> they really are. There's yeah. not very many of us. <laughs> exactly. um, just because he's a white guy. We're a very diverse room right now, though. I mean, look <laughs> <Yes>. at us. <laughs> um, but not just because he's a, a white guy from South Dakota. Um, he's, you know, he's also a very thoughtful guy uh, yeah. as well. And, yeah, very you know, well-spoken. Yeah, not, yeah. Absolutely. So, so that's why he's one of the first people that I thought of uh, when I came up with uh, the idea of doing this in Approach to Hollywood Theater. So. And just to say it again, there are people in the chat that didn't quite catch it. Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. That's what you guys are going to be screening. Yes. And yes. this is screening 7.30, Monday, September 22nd at the Hollywood Theater. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yeah. With Q&As and everything. Oh, that's so... So this is the first movie of what you're hoping to be a series. Yes. And the, again, the idea is not necessarily to talk about race themed movies like mm-hmm. you know In the Heat of the Night or The Defiant Ones or anything like that although those are great movies to, to have a discussion about but the idea is also to talk about what may not be necessarily a racially themed movie like we can't show it yet but uh, but Star Wars mm-hmm. for example right. and how you know as a black kid growing up in Seattle it impacted me probably more than anything uh, pop culture wise uh, in my life but there was no black people in the movie right. yeah. I don't know if you know about that I don't know. Well, I haven't seen Star Wars, but I didn't. Sarah what, has what? never. Yeah. Never seen no, what? I know. I know. And now it's too late. Like, it's one of those things where I, I didn't see it. It's not too late. It is because I won't be because I've known it through pop culture for so long that it's just I don't think that I would be able to appreciate it. Like, mm. I want people to love it. The You know, if you love it, you, you love it. I, well, see, I used to love the movies when I was a kid. I don't like them anymore. So I, I've, I've, you know, there's, there's a little bit of fun, a little bit of nostalgia. But, but one of the problems goes back to now as an adult when I look at it and I go, okay, wait a sec. There's nothing. There's, it's not even like there's not even like a token Asian guy or mm-hmm. something, right. you know. And and so that's part of other what, than like Lando. That's the only yeah. And that's but that's not till the second movie, right? You know? yeah. and, and he's like a space pimp. Totally. He's got a perm, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah. It's it's um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, – I think that some of the movies we've talked about, we were just brainstorming outside. I was like, oh, you should show this because I you know, I got a million suggestions. I don't have to be at all of them. But, uh, and it's just kind of interesting because even like – even we're disagreeing on some of like the perceptions and, and, yeah. and that's the interesting thing. And that's why I think Do the Right Thing is a perfect movie to kick it off with because that movie, when it came out, bam, it was like – you came out of the theater and people were just debating like till they were blue in the face and then people like me started punching those people. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you ever um, – this is just for some reason that one of the movies that popped in. Would you ever do something like really aggressively white, like like American History X or uh, something along we, those lines? We just talked about that <laughs> okay. a few ago actually. And it's funny you say aggressively white because um, – Well, it's just I, a horrible – oh, God, I can't I, – I, that's one of those movies like watched it. Appreciate like learned from it. Never want to see it again. <laughs> well, there's one scene. the curbing scene. Yes, yeah, I never want to see a that horrible again. scene. Yeah. Well, when I think of aggressively white movies, I don't think of uh, American History X necessarily. I think about The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's where I thought you were going too. I thought it was going to be like a Lifetime movie or something. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to talk to them about Lifetime movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> which is um, which is something we just talked about as wow, a possibility that's of, of maybe doing is that is to how you know a black person might view that differently right or or can a black person identify with the characters in uh right something that was hugely successful like at least financially and you know in in pop culture but yeah does is there anything in there you know that's true anything i'm thinking of any 80s movie now at this point like 16 candles or anything along those tons of them and then and then then the other thing we went into is like then there will be a movie where there'll be a black character but it's like back to the future 
where mm-hmm. it's like you know the mayor what was his name like Goldie whatever yeah, Goldie McSpookstein or something <laughs> I don't know but, but where where he's like hey I, I'm going to be mayor someday and you're just like right. wow you know and, and so there's there's, there's a Chuck Berry thing also. Yeah, that, that, that Chuck Berry yeah. thing, which is kind of funny, but not really. And, yeah, exactly. You know, because, because then it's like, okay, well, Chuck Berry did invent rock and roll, but in somehow Back to the Future, they actually managed to <laughs> rewrite <laughs> history. So that, <laughs> so that Michael J. Fox <laughs> is the one who invents <laughs> rock and Some roll. Some white kid steals rock and roll, yeah. yeah. Holy Chuck shit. Berry. <laughs> <laughs> and not to say that that's racist necessarily, uh, but... Ignorant, maybe. But, yeah. but, and, yeah, but what yeah. it does is it creates this – and this is a thing that – see, we talk about racism in these really harsh, exacting terms – and 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 it manifests itself just like sexism manifests itself on all these different levels, right? So you know, you talk about a movie like The Breakfast Club, and or pretty much any of those sort of John Hughes era movies, and it's like, okay, so all these kids lived in a world where there was like like no black folks, yeah. you know, and it's but it is like. How much of America is really, truly like that? Or, like, you know, you can go back to past eras, too, like Wizard of Oz. There's not a single black – there's yeah. no black munchkins. And, like, when they get to Oz and, like, even when the, the, they're polishing up the, the Tin Man, like, at a car wash, there's no black people. Like, no black people at a car wash. I mean, come on. just doesn't make sense to me. So, um, But that's it. And that takes on a totally different dynamic. So do, can you say Wizard of Oz is a racist movie? No, not really. But the fact that there's not a single person of color in it does take on a odd racial tone. How did you, yeah. How did you determine earlier? Like, oppression by exclusion? Expression, uh, uh, op- yes, oppression by exclusion. Yeah. Which is a theme I've been exploring a lot lately. Yeah. Um, I- I could just listen to you guys talk about this. This is fascinating because, I mean, <laughs> growing up as like a little white suburban girl, like I didn't think about shit like that. Well, if right. you're not too careful, yeah. you will listen to us talk about this mm. all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What's, so, what's I really funny is, then, is when we get to the point where we start disagreeing about this yeah. stuff and it's like – and I'm like, I'm telling you. And, uh, so. <laughs> and then he smacks me. And then argument's over. <laughs> oh. Yeah. An extra live element that we'll get to see at this. <laughs> well, this is awesome. And so you have – you do have other movies in mind continuing on. Now, let me ask you this. Just, just to throw this out there, have you ever thought of if this does continue on further down the line, like doing something like, you know, having an Asian person watch like, uh, you know, uh, martial arts movie – and then have another, you know, Bruce Lee or something like that, and then having another perspective. Yeah, I definitely have thought about that, and 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 you can t- certainly take it in any right. different direction. Um, it has a lot of potential for um, different types of discussion and different types of films. That, uh, but you know, I'm just trying to get this one out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> trying to get everyone <laughs> getting to... it started first. <laughs> well, this is a fantastic idea. Seriously, good job coming up with this. This is this is really interesting. And can I just say real, real quick that one of the reasons why I want to do this uh, here in Portland is that. We were talking with someone a little bit earlier about how there's a lot of hand-wringing about race and, and mm-hmm. discussion of race in, in Portland. And the the perception of Portland as the whitest city in America and that being a punchline almost. And it's something that I that, that's always bothered me and something that I want to challenge and, and try to – it's not just about the, the discussion. It's about getting black people and white people together and all people in together in a room together and, and share an experience. And right. I think – and, and then we're all going to join hands and sing Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> spoiler alert. But, um, David, that was the surprise. <laughs> but that's no, because there's another song we're going to sing that's even more surprising, and I won't mention oh. it. 
but that's why we're really hoping to do is to <laughs> is to is to get people in and, and share a common experience and you know and 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 start a dialogue and because I think if 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 we, this truly is the widest city in America, then that means that the black people are here, even though we're small in numbers, that we haven't had an impact. And that that's something that really bothers me. And well, so, that is that's really fair, yeah. that, that's almost a rude term to say. Like it's like oh, basically since we're the whitest ones, you don't exist. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and, and it's also become this sort of like it, it's 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 a punchline, but then it also becomes almost like this bragging thing. And it's like it's 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 not funny, and it's not something that that as a city we should be proud of, especially if you know the history of, of Portland and the history of Oregon as a sure. state, which yep. is like horrific you know it's actually historically oregon is the most racist state in the country um it's the only state that the state constitution had segregation legally written into it and um you know and so it's 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 getting to talk about stuff like that and not talk about it like in a mean sort of way but just like you know history repeats itself if you if you don't learn from it right you have to acknowledge that and understand that past yeah before you can move forward that well, That's this is great. an exciting way to be able to address that. Like, what a neat platform to be able to use to yeah. communicate with people. Yeah, and like you said, a common experience. You know, everybody's going to watch the movie together, whether Sean's seeing it for the first time, which that just makes me feel old. You know, or, <laughs> or, but whatever it is. But you're still a whippersnapper, too. <laughs> you're true. like, yeah, well, not uh, compared to. Compared to me, you are. Like, <laughs> I'm in the middle between you and Sean. Uh, I think Greg might. Greg looks youthful, but he might be older than you think he is. Probably he's well. He's yeah, but he's still younger than me because you're like still you're like barely legal. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I see. I seem to recall going to your like 29th birthday party, your 30th birthday party, and I and I just remember thinking. She is just. It's too bad she's so young. <laughs> and I still, I still, I'm like, I look at, I feel, I, I every time I'm around you, I feel like a cradle robber. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm well, checking be- you out, but then I'm like, <laughs> she's old enough to be my daughter. Well, I, I think I'm older than you think too. I mean, I, I will be 34 years young this year. Yeah, in like a month, th- in is, less than a month. That is still really young. Do you so. remember what you were doing when you were 34? No, because it was so, so long, long ago. ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. It was so long ago. I remember that, man. Yeah, no, it's uh, – well, and and 34, you still look like you're like – because I met you, you, I think you were really young. I was like 21 one. or 22, yeah, I think. you still look very – you're very youthful and vivacious. Thank so. you so much. Yeah. Did you hear that, Greg? I'm youthful and vivacious. I know. You're going to want to cut that out for like a sounder or something. I will. <laughs> I'm going to bring an audio clip for anything I'm <laughs> applying for. <laughs> this is what David Walker said about me. <laughs> well, so where can people find so Badass Mofo? Yep, I'm still there. B-A-D-A-Z-Z-M-O-F-O. And, and I update it even once in a while. So Awesome. And then Shaft will be out in uh, December. I don't know the exact date. And someone just contacted me and said, hey, let's do a, a release party here in Portland. So there will be something for sure. Oh, so, yeah, you got to. You yeah, got to. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And when that happens, would you please like to come back on and pimp the shit out of it? Of, out of anything s- you'd like. Of course. All right. It anytime. It would always be good. So. Okay, good. And you're going to be on Rose City Comic Con. I'll be at Rose City Comic Con yeah. this weekend. So come on by. I'm on. A, I'm on. I'm moderating two panels, and then I'm on a panel. I'm on a panel Saturday morning, I think, and then moderating one Saturday evening, and then on um, Sunday I'm on another panel with uh, Bobby Roberts. I know he's on that one. Adam Roscoe. Awesome. It's, it's all the the usual suspects that we know, mm-hmm. and that one's on like what it takes to be a good fan and good critic and how to be responsible and um 
And then that's I ru- interesting. Yeah. How not yeah. to be a troll, basically. Yeah, how not yeah. to be a troll. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. how, you know, I mean, it's like ultimately we live in an era now where pe- everyone has a blog or a podcast or they have a Twitter account and they're all, everyone's a critic, but are they a responsible critic? And I think that that's, you know, it's, it's, so that's part of what I want to get into. And then Saturday's, um, panel, ironically, is called The Myth of the Overnight Success, which I'm moderating, <laughs> which it's sort of serendipitous now because it's like suddenly like all these people know me. Like I, I woke up this morning to friend requests from people in the comic industry who I've looked up to for like 20 years. And I'm wow. like, wow, OK, this is kind of weird. Wow. Um, <laughs> and uh but that's going to be that's going to be a pretty good panel because that Ibrahim Mustafa is going to be on that. Nice. Um, Ibrahim, who works directly across the hall from us. Yes, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and Brian Bendis will be on it. Mike Omi and a couple others, and really sort of talking about that's talking about like the work that you do for twenty years before anyone knows who you are, and then suddenly everyone's like, "Oh my God, you're a brand new talent!" It's like, no, I've been doing this yeah. since before you were born, mm-hmm. uh, and living off of ramen or whatever. It's so. like a band that gets famous off their greatest hits album. It's yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. I realize that's greatest hits. Yeah. I've been in this a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, and and uh, Jason, best way, Carl show starring Jason. Then what else? Yes, uh, Carl Show starring Jason right here on the Fun and Point Radio Network. <laughs> Wednesdays at 5.30. I'll be sitting in the seat that Sarah is sitting in Awesome. Tomorrow. And, um, yeah, you can reach me on Twitter, at Carl Show Jason. And um, check out our Facebook page, which is the Carl Show starring Jason. Cool. And people can pick up tickets in advance at HollywoodTheater.org? I believe that's true. They usually, yes. I'm, let's, yeah. If it's they not true, we'll take that out and replace it with where you can get yeah. them. <laughs> and also, uh, you can reach me on Twitter, uh, at No Color Movies, uh, with regard to movies in black and white. Awesome. Nice. Well, I, just real quickly, I want to just say, if you're if you're white out there listening, come on, man. Come on to the Hollywood Theater. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. We're not going to beat you up. We're not going to yell at you. We just want you to come watch this the movie. This will be wa- your opportunity to make a black friend. There you go. We wanna, <laughs> exactly. That's what it's all about, man. Keelan will be there, right? He'll, we'll get him there. And, yeah, and there. So there'll be at least four of us. And we will yeah. round up Alan. I mean, <laughs> Ooh, Alan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dana Thompson. There's another one. <laughs> we'll get him over. <laughs> there's the, you guys, it, Portlanders. You're going to get an opportunity to meet more black folks than you've ever met before, and we're That's all right. really nice. That's right. Yeah. And 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 we'll shake your hand. Some might even give you a hug. Yeah. And we oh. we just want to. It's a safe space, man. Come Actually on. Actually, make Keelan give you a hug. <laughs> hug Keelan, whether he wants it or not. Yeah. Just force it on him. Yeah. Do that. All right, and we, with our two white faces, will be there as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's Monday, September 22nd. Tickets at hollywoodtheater.org. So go check it out. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget to pick up your tickets also to the five-year anniversary party of Fun Employment Radio. Five years, David. We've been doing this five oh years. Five fucking years. It's crazy. Uh, that's it seems like we made it up, but no, it was 2009 that we no, left radio. No, we've got records. Yeah. yeah. I've got mail <laughs> from 2009. Okay. Count. Um, <laughs> so uh, those tickets are available at funemploymentradio.com, so just click on the link there. And, uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, David, for coming down. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you Thank guys you. on. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And uh, you guys have... Good time. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. It will be tomorrow. I asked it like a question. I don't <laughs> I know, know why. I'm pretty sure we're I doing a show tomorrow. I think it's because it's hot in here. We'll, <laughs> we're doing a show tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you. are listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.